stole $12,000 from me, Jody, and I need you to pay me back. Did you at least give me a referral? You babysat my kids while you were on Oxycontin. Oxycodone. Well, Oxycodone. Oxycontin. Oxycontin? Oxykitten. What's Oxykitten? Yeah. Jody, you put me in danger. Me and my family. It was a cry for help. Help. Are you high right now? Well, there's only one out. There's only there's only one headphone out, Jack. Zach. Well, listen. Let's go to Outback. I've Steakhouse? never been there. I've never been there. I've never been there either. Oh my gosh, we should go. There's one in Ventura. That's far from here. It's like 15 minutes. <sighs> well, is this working? Yeah, I I, I guess it's one two one two. Wow. We might as well just start with that kind of, you know... Enthusiasm? Enthusiasm, yeah. I'm super enthusiastic. Yeah, I can tell. I mean, you're usually always enthusiastic, but you're, like, extra enthusiastic today. Why? Why? I because think there's a multitude of reasons well, why. Well, there is, there is, but the number one reason right now is because I'm so jacked up on caffeine. Yeah. Because Brian made me drink a rock star endurance no x-durance the, x-durance the big one x 400 milligrams of one. caffeine and i'm i'm tripping right now i'm like yeah you know i haven't had an energy drink in a quite a while but uh yeah it i'm feeling a little high like my eye is twitching which one i don't know <laughs> it's just twitching <laughs> your, your third eye is twitching <laughs> Ooh. Not Call that me, me. third oh. eye. The <laughs> one on your forehead. Oh, that's... I don't like that. And that the one down there is not a third eye. It's a brown eye. Which eye are you talking about? The butthole. I wasn't talking about my butthole. Which third eye were you talking about? I was talking about my pee hole. Like, you know, like... That's the one-eyed monster. Oh, here we go. I can't keep track. <laughs> or I a can't. cyclops. Oh, my God. Okay, well, hey. Guess what? You made it. Made it. To the, my podcast. Oh, I know. I finally made it. Yeah. Applause. Add in some sound applause. effects right there. I'll, I'll, I'll add that in post. I'll overdub some fake applause. Yeah. But they were recorded by a real live audience. So That's perfect. Perfect. That's perfect. And soon, you will be getting applauded by an actual real live audience because, do you want to announce? Oh my gosh. American Idol. This guy is trying out for American Idol. 
on Friday. This Friday. This Friday coming so up. So when this episode drops, you will be actually trying out. And that one dude is Simon. Is not there. Simon hasn't been there for like 100 years, buddy. <laughs> what? Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, and Luke Bryant, a.k.a. Hunky Dunky Bryant. Will you tell Katy Perry I love her? I'm going to tell her I love her first. And then... Whatever we got to do to get <sighs> Katy Perry to stroke your ego. Well, she can stroke a lot of things of mine, but especially my ego, because I'm celibate now. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's not that bad. I got a big sock donation. Oh, my God. I went through two last week. But I used them multiple times. But we don't have to get into that. No, I don't want to talk about that at all. They smelled... They went from smelling like no. chlorine to dead animals in the course of a couple weeks. It's all that stuff you had to drink. What? Oh, my... Oh, we'll, oh, we'll my, talk about my that. My bowel prep kit? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about... Hey! Well, hey. Hey, everybody. It's uh, me. Uh, your, your humble, gracious host. <laughs> <laughs> what, what nickname can I use? Oh, Uniballer. It's me, Uniballer. Or Unk, or Bowball, or Bowball Baggins. One ball to rule. Are you still going to get that tattooed on your sack? Well, I have to get the Botox on my balls first, so they're smooth as an egg. Well. And then I have to nair my sack so there's no hair. But then I'll leave the bottom part a little bit hairy, and I get a tattoo of a thug's face, like, sneering, like, Ugh, and then I'll have a little goatee. I remember you wanted to get Tupac, and I shot you down on that, because I can't be friends with someone who has Tupac tattooed on their sack. What if it was tattooed on my butt cheek? No. I just learned who Tupac was maybe, like, six months ago. Okay, but you were singing a Tupac song, not even realizing it when we went to the baseball game. That's right. Yeah, so you did subconsciously know who Tupac was. I, like, kind of sort of. I know some fat guy shot him. Notorious B.I.G. Mm. And no, it wasn't Notorious B.I.G. He had a hit put out on him Here by P. Diddy, formerly known as Puff Daddy. Don't shoot me. P. Diddy, I am just going about, going by what the streets are saying. So don't, don't come after me. I'm poor. Don't worry. I'm poor. Okay, so we we're we're overly caffeinated and we're we're rushing through topics too fast. So, first of all, would you like to introduce? Do you have that alias? You remember your alias? Francis Beaverhausen. Oh, is that what you want to go by? Yeah. Okay. No, I need people to know my real name because I would appreciate fan letters, correspondence, all that good stuff. Okay. Well, because I'm we trying go to by be... a first name basis here, so no last names. Well, duh. Okay. I'm trying to be internet famous, though. Well, you're on this podcast. That's a start. That's a great start. And then adding that with my American Idol popularity, podcasting, like I'm pretty much gonna blow up. Okay. So let's 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 do a mock American Idol. I'm good. Audition. Oh, come on, sing something. I'm not doing it. No Amy Winehouse? No Amy Winehouse. Come on. I know you wanted me to do that, but I'm not going to. Just sing it. I have you. I had you on... I remember that. Maybe you can add that clip somewhere. It's on your MP3 player still. It's on my MP3 player? The Ruzi. Remember I gave that to you? Oh, I was wondering I, what that... There's a built-in mic, and when we went on our 30-day-and-under walk... Well, I'll give you my MP3 player. 
I like it's to not make. Gonna sound as good as on this illustrious new microphone. I know. I'm so. We'll sad. sing something. I don't want to sing anything. Oh. Okay. Fine. Yeah. So this is my friend, my best friend in rehab, Zach, A.K.A. Francis Beaverhausen the first. If you watch Will and Grace, you'll know what that means. Oh my God, my parents love Will and Grace. I love Will and Grace. That show's freaking hilarious. They have the DVD box set. Eh, it's okay, I guess. It's okay. I, I know, you're staring at me with evil eyes right yeah. now. Yeah. I just stabbed you with them. Yeah. That is so mean. I could have said something about stabbing right now, but we'll, <laughs> we'll not go there. Don't go there. Okay, so before we break in to this episode, I have a list of updates I need to tell you all. Uh, okay, first of all, welcome to the podcast. This was recorded Monday and will be released Friday. So you're getting the up-to-date, full scoop on what's going on with me and my friend FB, a.k.a. Zach. You can just call me Zach. Okay, Zach. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable calling you Francis Beaverhausen. Understood. But that can be like when you're feeling, you know, in the, you know, right, on the right day, you know. Today Zach is perfect. Zach works. Okay, so first of all, what the fuck are you wearing? Oh my on god! On your body right now. <laughs> this is the best thing ever, you guys. It's a shirt, and it says "Stop Brian," and then it has a big old stop sign with an X through it. And I got it at the thrift store, and it's amazing. Okay, so there's You're... a lot of questions I need to ask you. First of all, when there's an X over the stop sign, does that mean to not stop? It's not a double negative. Okay. It's just a, what? A, another form of stopping on the stop sign. What are you trying to stop me from doing? Well, there's multiple things I should stop you from doing. Like, let's, let's hear it. Um... Well, the first one is from Drinking Bangs. That didn't work so well today. <laughs> hey, well, okay. And also, I now have to monitor your diet. <laughs> no. Because, yes, because you have to make sure that you eat things that are healthy for your gut. Just like that cheeseburger you ate right now for dinner. While that was delicious ass- and it didn't upset my tummy. Yet. It just started to die. The salad I had yesterday did way more damage. Well, listen, I ate a salad today, and I feel great. Yeah, but you don't have... Anyways. What else do you need to stop me from doing? Okay, so I... Oh, I need to monitor your internet usage now. (laughs) Which is going to be really hard, because you're addicted to the internet. Yeah, I know. So I don't know how I'm going to do that. I'm going to pull it off, though. No! Yeah. I'm probably going to walk around with a little firewall in my pocket, and every time you search for something or go on Facebook, it's just going to... And you're not going to be able to listen or watch or communicate. Okay, so do I get to stop you from doing things now? No. Nothing? No. Because you don't do anything in unhealthy, like, addictive behaviors. Not at all. Oh. I'm like... Then why why are you here, then? Why are you here at at inpatient treatment facility, a.k.a. rehab? That's a good point. Yeah. I have an unhealthy addiction to taking lots and lots of pain pills. I used to like, I used to love that. It was not good. Not good at all. Let's hear some. Oxycontin. 
Oxycontin. Oxycodone. Oxycodone. Oh, that was better. Percocet. Percocet. Vicodin. Morphines. Morphines. Dilaudids. Oh, I love, I love Dilaudids. No. It messes you all up. One time, I was in a Starbucks bathroom, and I had like four to six Dilaudids, or Dilaudids, the fours, not the eights unfortunately, and I'm crushing them, and I'm putting it on my cooker, and I'm trying to draw it up in the syringe, cook oh. it, and people kept, like, trying to get in. There was, like, a huge line outside of the bathroom, and I'm like, uh, this is a, this is a ritual, this is a process, it's gonna take some time, <laughs> and then I'm trying to f register my vein, and then put everything away, hide the evidence, and I, I shoot up, and I open the door, and there's a giant line of like 12 angry Starbucks customers. And because you know, coffee makes you have to poop sometimes. And they're all looking at me like, I've there for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, I drink Starbucks too. So, you know, trying to pass it off like I was pooping, but really I was shooting up. And then I, but I looked tray loaded. I bet you were. I've never had that problem because I never shot up and I never snorted. Because it scared me. So I just took them orally. And, well, sometimes I would, like, bite them in half. You know, or to just crunch on them like a Pez. Yeah, like, to kind of release it really quickly. So yeah, that way that. it uh, got Did away. you ever smoke them? I've never smoked them. The old I'm like the oxies. most boring drug addict. Did you ever snort them? Never snorted them. Oh, come all on, All I did Zach. was take them. You just ate them. I just ate them. That's <sighs> all. I never did really? them anally. You never boofed anything? I never boofed. I didn't learn until boofing was until I met you. Really? Really. You didn't know about boofing until you met me. Really? I, I mean, out of all the things that one could teach somebody, I mean, I guess that's good to know, but oh. it is what it is. Yeah, boofing was actually fun. You know what? When I got staph infections on my face, I was like, all right, no more needle. And uh, actually, it wasn't even that. I, I was like... Well, yeah, I was like, no more I was like, no more drugs, and I broke all the needle tips off my syringes, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. And but the thing was, I didn't want to just throw the syringes. I broke the needle tips off and flushed them down the toilet. I was like, you know, that's a hazard. Well, they're just little tiny pieces of metal. Where, where am I gonna put them? They're gonna kill fish now. <laughs> I hope you're happy. And the dolphins. <laughs> well, I was at least. Say I wasn't gonna just throw the plastic part of the syringe, the tube, the plunger. I wasn't gonna just throw those in a trash can for a seagull to choke on. They have that Pismo. Remember Pismo outlets? Yeah. Well, in the bathroom, they have a little uh, syringe. Yeah, for diabetics. And junkies to throw it's away. It's not for junkies. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it's for anyone with a syringe. It's the little thing where you throw syringes It's primarily away. meant for diabetics. No. But we'll go with it. No, they're putting them all over San Francisco for junkies because there's needles all over the streets well, up there. Well, that's San Francisco. This is Pismo. Okay, well, they had them there. So I was like, I'm going to drive these to the Pismo outlets and dispose of these properly in a biohazard container. And so I was waiting for an appropriate time to do that. And then I open my closet door and I see on the ground. I'm like, what is that? And I look at it, and I'm like, that looks like a really caked cotton, used cotton, because I used to cook big shots. And I was like, this looks like a cotton. I, I need to double check. So I find them, I make a can cooker real quick, I add a little bit of water, and then it immediately dissolves, and all the drugs come out of the cotton, and I'm like, ooh, that's a caked up cotton, and there's a lot of heroin and meth in that, and I can't let it go to waste. I just can't. I'm, you know, a conservationist. Like, a humanitarian, if you will. Environmentalist. So I was like, I need 
to utilize this and not waste it. And I go through all my old syringes and I'm like, fuck, I broke all the tips off. And then I was like, you know what? There's one way I can do this that'll hit me almost, it'll get the rush almost as fast as injecting. And that was boofing. So I Googled boofing and I went on this forum. Your search they, engine must be really interesting. My search history? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your search history is. Yeah, Siri, Siri's got some dirt on me. And so I was <laughs> like, I got some preparation H and I wiped it all up like it was lube and I, set, I laid on my side and in and, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> and in it went. And they said, you have to keep the syringe in there for at least 30 seconds so your butthole absorbs all the drugs. So I'm sitting there and like, there's a syringe. I was what they call, was it wings deep? The little guard, you know, for the end. I was, wow. Yeah, fins deep. And then, but my butthole is, it's, I'm not going to, you know, toot my own horn, but it's kind of tight. So it started to push it out. And so I had to keep it in there plugged because I didn't want the drugs to come out of my butt. And so I waited, I waited, and I'm like, oh yeah, I feel this. One time, I was at my stalker's house, and she had a meth pipe, and it was just caked, and there was a big caked puddle. It wasn't a puddle, it was like, you know, dried crystal meth. And I was like, I want some of that. So what I did was I filled it with a little bit of water and shook it out, and it, it, it uh, you know, mixed in with the water, and then I boofed it in her bathroom. I told her I was shooting it up, but I was really boofing it. And so then for like a two-week binge, I just boofed because I was like, this is safer. I won't get abscesses or staff. I'll just boof it. Your poor butt. I know my butt has seen some days, seen better days. Okay, but I digress. So I have this list of topics I need to tell all of you. So first of all, hello, brethren and sestren of the squad. Um... I apologize for last week's delayed episode. I don't know how. I, I put it on a scheduled post, and then I delayed scheduled post because upon, you know, listening back, uh, I had to censor and edit out my phone number. Because, thanks, Ryan, he says my phone number on it, and I just, you know, you can't have my phone number. I'm sorry. And even if you did have my phone number, uh... I don't have my phone, so, you know, yeah. you need to write me an email or write me a letter, please. Uh, and there were some last names I had to edit out and all this stuff. And it, it's weird because even though I didn't release the episode, somehow you all got to listen, uh, at least 55 to 65 of you got to listen to it anyway. Hmm. So my phone number may be floating around out there for people. You're going to have all kinds of messages waiting for you. I, hey... That's, That's okay. We will have a hotline, but my personal iPhone 8 Plus with 256 gigabytes no. of RAM. Here we go. It's not the <laughs> Today ain't your day. Also, I have been informed by a few of you that on one of the old episodes that has already been released, my last name was dropped. And, uh, oops, I guess. Um, and I'm not taking it down. So I guess my last name is out there. You now know my secret identity and that's not the best thing, I guess, but now people know my last name, but Hey, I bet you can't spell it properly. So, you know, all you identity thieves out there, you don't, 
you know. Good luck still in his shitty credit. Not today, Satan. Not today, Satan. Satan. There, thank you. Sorry. One other thing, or a few other things. I have been recording podcast episodes with people in my rehab. I've done about five of them, and those will be released in due time. I have to listen back and edit things out. I had someone on who was, he used to be a, a gang member closer to the East Coast, but I need to censor out a lot of things. I think I have to censor out the name of the gang, the aliases he used, and all this stuff because I can't break gang code. And I don't want said gang to be upset with me for, you know, divulging all their secret inf insider gang info. Yeah, you don't want that. So that's going to take at least a couple weeks of listening back, taking notes, and editing out stuff. But there's some good episodes that we recorded that will be released. And, um, you know, I've, ha I've been getting feedback from some of you some constructive criticism, if you will, uh, to make the podcast better. And I gotta say, I love constructive criticism because it, sh it means you guys l love the show or podcast, or whatever the fuck you wanna call this. And I want to make it better for you because I love you all out there. You know, hmm. heart emoji. Oh, emoji. I know, uh, yeah. You that love emojis, so, right? I love emojis. I think I could have a whole conversation with just emojis. It's almost like sign language. It is. It's kind of like, what does he mean? What are they talking about? Did I get this right? Because sometimes I get it really wrong. Is it true that eggplant emoji is signifies sex or a penis? For real. It does. It does. Why not the cucumber emoji, though? I don't know if there is a cucumber emoji. Well, eggplants, aren't they really girthy? They're super girthy. They must be white people. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> You've never white heard that before? That white people have girthy dicks? Yeah. No, I haven't. Where have you... Oh, well, never mind. I guess I... You're in the wrong scene, buddy. I mean, I am very Caucasian, but... Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just... I don't know. With your questioning, judgmental I, eyes. I, well, never mind. So, some of the feedback or constructive criticism I've gotten. I, one, I vape way too much on the podcast. And you know what? I agree. I vape way too much in general. Uh, and, um, you know, like the last episode, the On The Run episode, that was recorded almost three years ago, and I was new to recording and this and that, and so I vaped way too much, like four times in a row, and that's probably annoying. So I'm sorry. I'll be sure to vape once really heavily at the beginning, no. Cough a little. No, don't, no vaping at no. all during this the is, podcast? This is a vape-free podcast now. Don't even pull out your vape right now. What are you doing? <laughs> Zach? Well, now I have to pull out my vape. I like how you just said, I don't want any vaping on the podcast, so said listener. I didn't. And then you just sit here and vape. How inappropriate. There's no security cameras in this... You know, you're gonna chief out this fucking. I don't know, it looks really. We can't. Zach, you're supposed to hold it in longer. I can't. Okay, I'll do it one more time. No, no. Jesus Christ. It's it's gotten to. 
Okay, so now no more vaping, vaping from now on, okay? I will try my best not to vape during the podcast. Good plan. I held that in for 10 seconds. You said 10 seconds. That was more really... like three one thousands. Okay, here we go. Okay, so no more vaping. No more vaping. Uh, some other constructive criticism. Uh, sometimes when I do phone interviews, the caller I'm interviewing, their voice is a little soft, mine's a little loud, vice versa. I will work on my sound engineering or editing. Um, what other feedback have I gotten? Uh... I forget, but you know what? I have short-term memory loss because I've fried a few brain cells, and you know, um, I'm a little shot out. I mean, I am in rehab. A little bit. Just a little. Just a little. Little. What's Spanish for little? Pequeña. Pequeña. You sounded like you were talking from the Lion King right now. <laughs> like Paz and Kenya. No, you, remember that song? We still need to see the Lion King. I do want to see that. I already saw it. Oh, well, we need to see good boys first. I already saw it. Well, I know, but you saw it without me, so you're a That's mean boy. That's because... <laughs> mean boy and another mean boy in the house went and saw good boys, which is kind of contradictory. Very. It was, it was your own fault. I had to try and get a commitment, and I was outvoted. I was nominated for secretary commitment at the Man on a Mission meeting, and I was... Way it was a landslide it. victory. Someone else got it, and I'm a little upset about that, but... I think you're going to have to move past it. Yeah, I know, and you probably sabotaged me. I did. And told people not to vote for me. I did, because what am I supposed to do on Sunday evenings? Go to a meeting that I was a secretary. Nah, dog. Well, then you're taking me to see Good Boys tomorrow. I already said we were going. Okay, good. Because it's freaking hilarious. Everybody should go watch that movie. Um, yeah, so I don't remember all the constructive criticisms. Uh, some people love the intros, and that the one person who sent me a, a care package doesn't like the intros or the dubstep. And let me just say, not every song I play is dubstep. I'll play some indie rock, or I'll play some, you know, you know, easy listening every now and then. But it's 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 however I'm feeling that day. And today, you heard the intro. This intro is freaking hilarious. Fuego flame emojis. It yes, cracks me up. Hashtag emoji crying faces. I had a lot of my intros were a little too sad boy, depressing, and I had to switch it up and have a funny one because it's you know, so funny. Can't be sad all the time. What movie is it from again? This is forty. This is forty. Yeah, I love that actor. She cracks me up. And when I have T-shirts, if you can correctly guess every the name of every song on every intro and the show or movie I sample in it, I'll give you a free T-shirt care package. When I make them, disclaimer, disclaimer. Disclaimer. Okay, good. Um, what else do I need to say? Uh, well, I have been getting fan letters. There's one right here from my good friend from Michigan. Oh. And here's one from my mommy with a John Lennon post. Heck system. yeah! Imagine all the people. You, you know what I'm wanna, saying? Want to sing it? No. <laughs> This guy sings all the time. This guy in front of me, Zach, 
he, we go to church, and he, he tries to stay humble and not admit to it, but he goes out of his way to out-vibrato and out-sing everybody because he wants to feel superior to everyone. And he, I, I'll give you that. You're a good singer. You're one of the best. I don't, think, be- I don't think I have to out-vibrato everybody, but for some reason I hear everybody and it's so loud and it just like turns my inner volume up. We'll be walking down downtown Santa Barbara and there will be a guy on his guitar and singing, trying to make enough money for, <laughs> you know, whatever it is he's his trying to... His rent. His rent or whatever. <laughs> mortgage, maybe. I like the guy that's on State Street right now that has the, I need green for some green. Oh, yeah, he was getting busted by the cops for that sign. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. That was a pretty funny Couple's sign. Couple's like, no CBD for you. Nope, no CBD. No cancer c- cure for you, buddy. But, yeah, like, when I hear people singing on the street, like, at the, in the... Uh, in the shopping center, there's bands that play there constantly. And this one guy was singing On a Midnight Train to Georgia, which is an amazing song, and he was sucking at it. So you had to out-sing him and make him feel worse about himself. I pretty much did. I mean, set people straight. I mean, straight. You, you made yourself feel better. I but did. But he probably went home and cried and used the tears as lubrication. Probably. To, you know, I hope so. Fall asleep at night. Maybe he'll do that before he tries to butcher another amazing song. Yeah, but you won't sing right now. I know. I'm sorry. Why? Because I don't want to. It's more like a candid thing. Yeah. Like, it's just like, there's a song in my head. Can't be forced. Yeah. I kind of just, like, sing whenever. I always sing. Like, I'll be singing when I'm in the shower. Today I had a duet in the shower. We sang Alicia Keys. Oh, yeah. Me and uh, Slender Man did death metal vocals in Uh, the shower once. That sounds awful. It was awesome. I probably heard it in my room and went back to bed. It was so loud. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we don't have personal bathrooms anymore here. We have a communal bathroom, so we all... Oh, and no door in the toilet stalls, a curtain. So people always stick their head in and watch me poop. Oh, and we have to all shower together. We have curtains there, at least, but I have to look... It's weird. I don't necessarily mind it because I'm pretty quick and personal about it. Me too. But But I had to get some shower shoes because I know what these... Fuckers do. Heathens, these heathens uh-huh. do in the shower. They can mm. get a sock like me, but no, they have to use the shower I wash my body in. I don't do and that. So in I need, the shower. Sh- I needed shower shoes. I went yeah. two showers with none, Ooh, barefoot. Child, no. And there's a bunch of aborted babies on the do bottom of my feet. Do not make probably. a wire hanger reference, please. Please don't. Coat hanger extortion. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. That'll be a t-shirt soon, too. Okay, so what I want to say. <laughs> I have been getting some snail mail letters from some of you, and I want to thank you guys for sending me handwritten letters because that's the you know usually the easiest way to get a hold of me or email, but I have to ride my dumb beach cruiser to the library. It's not dumb. Well, my beach cruiser is awesome, but having to ride a bike for internet access is dumb. Yeah. But, you know... It would be so much nicer to Uber. Because I would like instant access to communicate with all of you. But, guess what? If you message me or email me and say, Hey, Unc, I want to write you a letter. I know it takes a lot of time and, you know, no one writes letters anymore because we're not in, you know, the revolutionary war times anymore. I write letters all the time. Yeah, but you're different. You're you're unique, and you write. You have good handwriting. That is very true. So 
Uh, if you want to write me a letter, I would love that. So please continue sending me things. And, you know, you don't have to send me care packages, but if you want to, uh, Amazon gift cards or Zoomies gift cards, you know. Zoomies is so expensive. I know, but I like their clothing. Also, if you would like to send me letters, please send them, and Brian will give them to me, and then oh, yeah. I will respond because I'm much better at it yes. than Brian. If you write me or Zach a letter, we promise to write you back promptly, uh, but we'll need a return address, obviously. But then I can write you inside gossip and details that go on inside this rehab that I can't necessarily talk about on the podcast because we don't want to break confidentiality. Truth. You know, it's a heavy responsibility and the weight is upon my shoulders. So I can write you a letter and give you all the juicy, spicy, you know... Cheesemay. Cheesemay, yeah. Yeah, I'm good at cheesemay. Anyway, so that's what I want to say. One other thing. I made an update on our Facebook page saying, uh, sorry for the delayed episode. It was released on Sunday, so if you haven't heard the part two of the On The Run episode, go check it out. It's amazing. Um, but I also briefly mentioned that I had to delay the episode because that Friday I had a colonoscopy. <laughs> now, if you don't know what a colonoscopy is, let me explain it to you. They basically sedate you on heavy, you know, narcotics and other gr- wonderful drugs. And they put a finger... So- I should have brought the, the paperwork that Oh, yeah, detailed you could have given them all the medical terms. Yeah, they basically put a finger-sized camera up your butt. And they go and look and take pictures. And then they take biopsies, which is a little crab pincher claw for tissue samples. Polyps. No, they poly- a polyp removed. They didn't ha- find any polyps in me. That's good. But they took tissue samples, and apparently, and th- and it, maybe you might be asking, well, Unc, why did you need a colonoscopy? Let's get into that too. You may not have known this, and I may not have, you know, uh, talked about this, but for the past two months or so, I, I'm just, I'm not going to be PC about this. I was shitting blood. And it was scary. I thought you were gonna die, and I have to give you a well, blood we're transfusion. We're well. I know your blood is clean and pure, but we might not be the same blood type. So that I don't know if it my would, blood type is B positive. So it's I'd be positive that it would work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whoa. Okay. But yeah, on the real, I was shitting blood every time I pooped for about eight weeks, maybe almost more. And it wasn't like Carrie, the movie Carrie, amounts of blood, or like Stephen King's uh, <laughs> The Shining, where the elevator opens. That, that, that wasn't that much blood, but it was enough to, for the toilet water to be red. And when I would wipe, there was some blood. Well, not some, there was a good amount of blood. So I had to go see my primary health care physician because pooping blood is not, I don't think that's normal. Not normal. So, yeah. From what I'm told, that's not normal. I mean, it's normal for me because I did it on the daily. Yeah. And so I had to get a blood test, uh, get my tumor markers checked, and they checked the alpha theta protein levels. And those were fine, no cancer or anything. But I was pooping blood, so I thought it might be a hemorrhoid. And I had to wait and get a colonoscopy. And they took all these biopsies, which is like this. First of all, 
I was watching the cam the because they have a giant screen, and I was watching the camera go on my insides, and I was like, oh, there's my butthole. Oh, there's my colon. There's my intestine. And there was a little tiny hose, and there'd be like this yellow liquid gunk on the walls, and then oh. it squirt and squirt the yellow gunk off, and then the crab pincher claw would come and take off little tissue chunks, and I'm waiting for those test results to come back. And I didn't feel a thing because apparently. Uh, upon looking at my paperwork and pictures of my insides, which is have fascinating. You have you seen those pictures? I did. I saw those pictures. Clean as a whistle. Clean as a whistle. Oh, oh. Also, I had to fast. Oh for, God. I had to fast for almost forty-eight hours of a clear liquid diet, and it was not fun. No. Not fun at all. It was not fun for anybody involved. <laughs> Do you want to care to explain? No. Yes, it was awful because he couldn't eat. And so then I took it upon myself to say, I'm not going to eat too and be morally supportive. Well, unfortunately, my moral support only lasted like 12 hours, maybe. Well, maybe 14. Maybe 14. 17 tops. Yeah. And I ended up eating a cup of vegetables. And um, Brian had to sit there and look at me with his face all begrudgingly. <laughs> And he was just, like, it was like he was hangry for two days straight. I was very grouchy. Super grouchy. I was extremely grouchy. I was questioning our friendship. Oh, come on. Don't That's how go. bad you were. I don't even go there. First of all, I do get hangry, and uh, just know that. So if you ever see me, and I'm a little bit grouchy, maybe hand me a Snickers bar or something. Okay, Betty White. <laughs> What, Betty White eats Snicker bars? You've never seen the Betty White commercial? I probably have, but we don't have cable in this. I know, that's true. So, this is what I had to do. I had to, there's this whole list of shit I had to do for this colonoscopy. First, third day before, no seeds, no nuts, no raw fruits or vegetables. So just protein and fats. I'm like, gearing up for this fucking fast. And then the next day, only a clear liquid diet. Water, black coffee. Ugh. I, I, yellow I, jello. I yellow jello popsicles. At least they bought me popsicles. Uh, fucking chick, chicken broth, or something soup broth. I oh by the way, I got promoted to lunch cook. Thank you. Applause for me. Applause. I went from produce man to lunch cook, and I make delicious lunches. And uh, my friend, who's our dinner cook now. He helped me make the most amazing lunch, and everyone got to eat the most amazing lunch, and I didn't. Not I drank me. a cup. Yeah, well, yeah, why didn't you? I didn't because I was supporting you in oh, your yeah. diet. I drank a cup of fucking chicken broth while everyone ate the most delicious... Pork loin and so grilled much. onion mushroom sandwich. Marinated in pineapple juice and all... I was oh. pissed. Sautéed mushrooms. Bullshit. And I was very, very upset. And uh, so, was is you, me, and two other people in the house, Danny can't stop, and another individual. They're like, we're gonna fast with you, not even for moral support because they want to just you know yeah. self seek their own. Because they're all like hunky dunky, so they thought it would reset their metabolism or some stupid shit like that. <laughs> they're so dumb. Yeah, and I they wish, I wish and they... then. What's his face? I see him walking in the kitchen trying to eat a sandwich and put it on the grill after he just cleaned it. I'm like, he's like, I'm glad I got busted. I almost broke fast. And they didn't last as long as me because I had to do it. Oh, and then that night I had to drink 
a bowel prep kit drink, which was horrible. It's gross. It tastes gross. I had to dilute it in water, and so I had to drink more of this awful stuff, and I had to do it at the library because I would have been late. Mm. And so then I drink, I'm at the library, and I drink this bowel, the Suprep bowel prep kit drink, and my friend I'm with, who's also at the rehab, he's like, let's ride our bikes to Ralph's because I want a sandwich. And then he's like, do you want a sandwich? And I'm like, no, I do want a sandwich, but I am not allowed to eat a fucking sandwich right now. So then I got to go to Ralph's, watch him eat a sandwich while this bowel prep kit drink is bubbling in my gut and I'm about to poop my fucking pants. And I'm like, can you hurry up and eat your fucking sandwich? And so I don't stain my bike seat trying to get back riding to the house. And I got back to the house and it sounded like I was peeing out of my ass. But I wasn't. It was... It was... You were prepped. You know that song, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls? That has a oh. whole whole new meaning now because every, I, had to, I had to sleep next to the toilet because I, I... I won't get into the details, but I was peeing out my butt all night. And then in the morning, I had to do the same thing four hours before the colonoscopy, I drank another bottle of this bowel prep kit, and it was gross, and I liquid pooped a lot, and then I had the colonoscopy. Which... Let's, oh, go ahead. No, no, what were you going to say? I was going to say, we have to talk about you after the colonoscopy. <laughs> oh, let's talk about oh, it. Oh my gosh. So I went with Brian, because I'm a morally supportive person. Oh yeah, person. Zach went with me to support me. Yes. And I was a super nice friend, and I got him so a nice. bang for afterwards because I knew he would be hangry. So I thought we would, you know, okay, let's take him to lunch. Let's do this. Let's do that. That ended up being a big ragamaroo because it <laughs> took freaking hours to do this. But anyways, he walks out of the, the colonoscopy room, and I was expecting him to be kind of like, like you oh, know, my butt hurts. Like, oh, my butt hurts. <laughs> oh, and Brian, uh. You know, something along that lines. And he walks out normal. And he's just kind of quiet and calm. And I'm thinking, why aren't you sedated? Because I wanted to do I was funny. sedated. I know, but you needed to be more sedated. And I wanted to make fun of you and make you do <laughs> stupid shit and make you think we were going different places that we really weren't going. But whatever, it didn't happen. Okay, well, first of all, not to interrupt, but uh, they gave me fentanyl. And some I guess, duty shit. And they gave me something that I found out was a benzo. Now, I didn't know. I thought they were going to give me anesthetics or anesthesia or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Anesthesia sounds like a Walt Disney movie, by the way. It's kind of like Fantasia. A little I think bit. you can spell anesthesia out of Fantasia. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. So, yeah, I got drugged. And I guess what? I'm not changing my fucking clean date because I didn't know they were giving me this until after the fact. Yeah, it was also for a medical thing. So yeah, it's and it's for a medical thing. I wasn't seeking this out. So you know well, what? I still have almost 120 days clean. I don't care if they gave me fentanyl. I'm still, holla. I'm still, got, I'm not taking dirty chips. Don't judge me. I had a camera in my ass and they took several biopsies. But please continue. Yeah, it was just freaking hilarious. So we get in the car and... Like, you didn't do this when we got out of the place, so I was like, oh, maybe he's still a little sedated. But we get in the car, and he's literally, like, like bent over, just going, oh, oh, the whole car ride to the pharmacy. Do you know what a biopsy is? Yes. They tear <laughs> chunks of flesh 
and tissue out of my colon and intestine. It felt like I was getting stabbed it was just in so the stomach. Funny because every time the driver would hit a turn or a bump or would accelerate too fast, you just hear him in the back seat. Oh, oh. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. And it I look over at the it hurt. No, I was looking at the driver. I'm like, what is wrong with this fool? And he's like, I don't know. So then we go How to ride. No, I don't know what was wrong with you. I'm like. I've had three colonoscopies. Did you have biopsies? I had multiple biopsies. I had an ulcer incinerated, like zzzz, because I also had colitis, and it's gone away because of my diet. Hence why I talked about having to watch his diet. Because this fool will just walk around eating all kinds of random shit and things that are bad for you. So now I have to play mommy dearest and watch his ass. I'll get a coat hanger to you. Don't fuck with me. I'm not pregnant. I don't need a, a coat. Hanger. You've never seen Mommy Dearest? No. No wire hangers? I don't know that reference. Little side rail. Christina, Mommy Dearest's daughter, has wire hangers instead of the velvet hangers in her closet. And Mommy Dearest doesn't mm. like that. So Mommy Dearest takes the wire coat hanger and beats the living daylights out of Christina. And while she does it, she screams, No wire hangers! Like that. It's good to know. It's a really good movie. So to end this colonoscopy story, it felt like I was getting stabbed in my stomach. And they told me, you know, after the colonoscopy, you're going to have a little bit of gas. And I, so I am anticipating that and I'm hungry. So we try to find a place to eat and they're like, no veggies and stuff. So we go to the habit for burgers and yeah, well, I didn't eat a burger. I no, you a had salad. a salad. Well, I wasn't allowed to have a salad. And plus, who goes to a burger place and gets a salad? I do, because it's a bomb salad, just like we went there for dinner tonight. And what did I have? It was, it did look pretty a good. A salad. Looked pretty good. But, uh... Here we go. So, um, I felt gas growing inside of me. But, I was like, okay, this feels like more than gas. This feels, <laughs> this feels like there might be some, some debris. There might be some debris. That was with this gas. And guess what? The habit where we went to, there's no bathrooms. Oh. No public bathrooms. So It now was epic. I was sitting at the habit watching Brian go from business to business in Santa Barbara looking for a shitter. And I'm pretty sure I heard him from across the street going, oh! I'm pretty I sure I heard that. clenching my stomach. I go into Vans because I have a friend that works there and I was going to make her let me use her bathroom. She's not working. So then I go store to store looking for a bathroom. Just like, oh my God, I have to, I have to let out this shart. Shart, yes. And so I finally find a yogurt land with a bathroom, but they have the damn punch codes. So I'm like, can I please have the code for the bathroom? And they're like, sure. It's So I go. 0721. It was like 5577 or something. Just so if, you, if you're ever in yogurt land, I think that's the code for the bathroom. So then I punch the code, I get it wrong. And I'm like, fuck. So I, I'm like fumbling the numbers. I get in there, I get on the toilet. Tell this next part. And I don't even use a seat cover because I'm like, I have to get, I have to let this demon out of me. And I fart so loud, I can hear people. Not only in the bathroom next to me laughing at how loud my fart is, but people outside are laughing at me because it was so loud. Yes. And it wasn't just a fart. It was a shart. 
Oh, I was wrong. I stand corrected, okay? It wasn't gas that you needed to release. And I'm glad you didn't try and fart, and then you would have sharded, and then you would have been so mad at me. I would have been so mad at... Well, then I would have made you have to look at it. I... <laughs> that is so... <coughs> Why would you do that? That's inappropriate. On a side note, I like to... <laughs> it's, it's got me going now. I need to think of something different. On a side note, I love to talk about gross things. Oh, God. Because the, my friend Zach will dry heave and almost throw up and burp. It's and so cough gross. And almost throw up. I talk. I <laughs> oh, it's not funny. It's like this awful thing. Like, I don't have a bad gag reflex. Like yes, my, you do. my gag reflex is good in other things. But <laughs> then the second you start talking about all the. Oh, God, nasty things you talk about. It just, like, my mind goes 100 miles an hour, and then all of a sudden, it's just like my stomach is in my throat, and I'm ready to vomit. I know, and you're the only... You know what? That's not true. I've made several people here almost throw up just from my conversations and things I talk about. Yeah, like at the breakfast table. That's highly inappropriate. I know. I, I've tried to reform my ways, but what can I say? It's funny that... Just my words can make someone almost throw up. And it's it's a little funny. So Oh I forgot we have ice cream sandwiches I made. Oh yeah. We're gonna have Sorry, those. I just saw somebody and it made me think about that. Cause he made me do them like a double slave were, driver. Yeah, but you love baking. I so. do. I well the whole time I'm baking the cookies. So I made these ice cream sandwiches and I made cookies and baked them and then I put different types of ice cream in them, like sea salt caramel chocolate, vanilla bean. It was, it's going to be amazing. I'm not personally going to eat one because, you know, too many calories. You just like to bake. I just like to bake things. And he's sitting there the whole time, like, looking in the oven, like, those are overdone. I'm like, no, they're fine. And he's, like, micromanaging me. And I'm like, who's baking here? You're and then the he finally the he finally left. And I was like, thank goodness. So anyway, that's my colonoscopy story. I was shooting blood. I still kind of poop blood every now and then because I'm waiting on the biopsies. I'm waiting on my... Things to heal. I'm waiting on biopsies to heal. I'm waiting on my medication to get approved by Medi-Cal. I got some weird pill I have to take and some suppositories, which, you know, I don't mind suppositories. Yeah, you're going to have to take steroids now. But steroids? I don't know. I don't remember what they said. It's steroids, and she called it an enema. No, I'm not getting an enema. They're suppositories. I have no idea. I'm just telling you what I heard, homie. Okay, whatever. Well, I'll deal with that cookie when I bake it um so anyway so my announcement is today was my last day ever having sugary energy drinks no more bangs nope. no more rains no more rockstar exdurance exdurance no more uh quakes no more oh. red bulls no more no sugary beverages I'm having LaCroix carbonated sugarless drinks that stuff is shit <laughs> Black coffee and water. Again, shit. Water's the only good thing. Look, just because you like sugar in your coffee... I like copious amounts of sugar in anything. Well, I'm stopping sugar. So, let me tell you guys how bad of an influence Brian is. I've been on a health kick lately, <laughs> and um, I've lost 26 pounds, 26.4 pounds to be precise, and I haven't had a bang, a rain, a rock star endurance, a Red Bull, or anything in 14 days. <laughs> and on the way back, Brian's like, let's film a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. And then he, he has this way of like trying to mosey 
into things like he wants something yeah he self-seeks he's like well you know zach if we uh do this this podcast i'm gonna need to be caffeinated and i ignore him purposefully (laughs) and then he's all yeah you know caffeinated good thing there's a store right here and i'm like yeah that's nice and then he just keeps going on and on about it so i finally give in and we buy these rock star and exdurances because they're buy one get one free well they're not just regular rock stars they're freaking huge 400 milligram caffeinated cotton candy beverages. So I yeah. broke a 14 day dry streak for this fool. Well, it was my last day to have one. Because I had you to announce on the podcast that I don't. That? Yeah, I've said that a lot. Yeah. I've had a lot of bang relapses. A but, lot. But now that I've announced that I'm off the energy drinks, I'm going to hold you it, accountable. It's Nod Squad official. It is. And I'm going to hold you accountable for it. Yeah, that's going to be hard. It's going to suck for you. It is going to suck for me. But I'm going to crash tonight. I just want to let you know that. Yeah, so like, my eyes twitching. I know. We, I was dancing on the we, smoking and yard. We got bu- someone got busted drinking a bang in here, and now they're doing room checks and searching our rooms for bangs, and we can't... Yeah, fucking idiot. We can't have them anymore. Which I guess is good, because it's probably not good for my cold... My, oh, and also... Colonoscopy revealed I have ulcerative colitis, which runs in my my mom's side of the family, so I'm not too surprised. But, you know, it's an uncurable inflammatory thing where my colon can't handle viruses. I don't know what the fuck it is, but that's why I'm pooping blood. Ulcerative colitis. I need to get on that and handle that. Uh, what? What? You have to go soon, don't you? I do have to go soon. <sighs> I told you that before we even started filming this podcast. We may have to pause it and then do the second half because we haven't told any war stories, and that's what this podcast is. I think the story that we have told so far, stories... It's its a war story, but not a drug war story. That's true. Uh, uh Oh, my God. I wrote down here when you made me get my eyebrows threaded. Oh, that was good, though. No, it hurt a lot. Yeah, but you had a unibrow, and I can't be I, walking around with you okay, like that. Okay, excuse me. I didn't have... I don't... I've never had a unibrow. It's one hair, and it doesn't connect. My eyebrow is raised some pe- right now. Maybe My some peach perfectly fuzz. threaded eyebrow is raised right now. Okay, like, so whatever. What the f- are you thinking? My well-kept gay best friend over here, and, you know, I say that for street cred only... Just the street cred. Just the street cred. I got you. You could have been straight and still be my best friend. I was at one time. Yeah. Highly overrated. You were married to a beautiful young lady. Ooh. Yeah, we won't go with that. You don't want to get into those? No, we can get into that, but when you made the comment of beautiful young lady. Oh, oh, yeah. Whatever. It just like threw me for a loop because it's like, meh. Well, did you marry an ugly Oh, tramp? God. No. No. So there you go. I married a very, very, very beautiful person. And then it ended... And it ended horrifically. It ended horrifically. It's still going on. It's if a nightmare. Tell... Never get divorced, kids. No, I, I can't imagine how horrible, you know. Don't ever painful do that. that is. So I can't see shit. Will you turn on that lamp? It's getting dark in here. The it's sun is super setting. Dark. The sun has gone to bed, and so must I. Oh, I got you to sing. Uh, you didn't get me to. The sun did. Oh, okay. And that wasn't. That was just like a little tunage. You a know what I'm tunage? saying. Little toot, little toot toot. Little toot toot. Give me that beep beep. Okay, so if you can't tell from Zach's, you know, animated personality, he's 
my best friend, but he's also my gay best friend. And a that, little sugar in my tank. He's got a little sugar in his tank, but... Because I'm super sweet. I've had a lot of gay friends, but never a gay best friend. Everybody should have a gay best friend. I think so, too. Actually, I know so, because I've learned a lot from you about a lot of different subjects. I was just about to say, what's the most important lesson that I have taught you thus far? You've taught me how to be a better person. Oh! Oh, my God. Like, that's amazing. You have been an amazing wingman. I will be at, like, for example, I was at the 99 cent store with Zach, and I'm like, Zach, I'm in love with this girl over here. She's beautiful. And he walks up to try and introduce me. And that was very, that was awesome. That's, you got to be a little forward, and you can't beat around the bush sometimes. <sighs> be around the bush a lot of the times. Well, you need to be in the bush. I need to be deep in the trenches. Deep. But we're not allowed relationships or sex here. Hence, socks. No sex equals socks. Yeah. <laughs> no. It does. So, let's just say, Zach is very well kept. He, you know, he keeps his hair nice and, you know, groomed. He has... All his facial features are all groomed and nice, and he convinced me to get my eyebrows threaded. Now, this isn't just, like, waxing eyebrows or, or something <laughs> weird. They take a fucking, like, Vietnamese thread, and they pull out multiple hairs. They do, and they hold one piece in their mouth, and then they just thread it across your eyebrow, and it shapes it oh so perfectly. It, well, they were shaped, my eyebrows were shaped perfectly afterwards, but that shit hurt like a bee. Oh, and Lord. not only that, my eyes kept tearing because it hurt so bad, and I'd never had this done before. I'm, you know. She was sad. My girl, who is the cute little blonde, she was just like, oh, is that your friend? Oh, that's so nice. Oh, that you brought him here to get when rid I, of his unibrow. I don't, I've never had a unibrow. You did How have a you? little bit of a unibrow. No. Admit it. No, because I had to pluck one of your big hairs, and then I'm like, that let's was get the all one, these other ones. That was the one dark hair that grows in the middle. The rest is peach fuzz. You can't see that. Yes, I can see it. I can see it right well, now. Any... We need to go again. You well, ought to go once a month at least. Well, guess what? You went to get a pedicure without me, and I've never had a pedicure in my life. Well, I'm sorry that you're a 35-year-old pedicure virgin. That is not my fault. Well, I'm going to die soon. I'm I'm losing blood very at a rapid rate. You're so. dying now. We're all dying. But you're dying quicker than I am because you're old. You're like right behind me in age. No, I'm not. How old are you? 31. I'm 35. There you go. That's four years of separation. Whatever. I look younger than you. That's true. You look like a prepubescent 12-year-old. I do. Now, if I shaved, I'd look even younger. I know. You should. I'm not shaving because people say they like it. So I'm keeping it. It does look good. It's whatever. It's very... uh, village people-esque like you could be the construction worker or something you know i'm gonna get you one of those orange vests and a hard hat and like aviate oh wait the cop had the aviators okay i don't care i like you could get a sledgehammer heck yeah that would be cool i'm down that's what we should all do we should get a group of people here to do that for halloween but only the hunky which village person would i be it wouldn't be the indian i don't want to be a police officer and you're already the construction worker, and I forget the other two. Because there was five village There is people. five of them. I can't remember. Yeah, see? I'm going to have to Google it. But anyway, yeah, he got my eyebrows threaded, and they were bright red walking downtown, and it wasn't, you know. She put aloe vera on it. 
Do they still look good or do they still... No, they still look like the shape of them looks really nice. We just have to keep the middle maintained. <laughs> I'm I just take, saying... I take offense to that. I don't take offense. I'm just, you know. You okay, know. I have a couple more things on this list. First of all, Zach is my movie buddy, and I... Oh, God. I... And Zach doesn't like scary movies. I hate scary movies. No. Hate them. Yeah, but you go and see them with us. Because I'm kind of like, yeah, I want to be included, and I want to be a part of the group, but they torture me with these awful, freaky-ass movies. What are some scary movies we've seen? Well, first, we saw the first one. I Because you at first, you're like, no, my name's Zach. <laughs> I don't like scary movies. They scare me. I'm not going. I'm not going. And I was like, Zach, yes, we're all going to watch a scary movie, and we want to include you. It's, And so we go, and first of all, we saw Annabelle, like the sequel to Annabelle. The Annabelle the, comes home. Or whatever, Annabelle... That bitch should have stayed event. where she was. That's the one with the little doll that's haunted. And so there was like eight, we're eight people deep, all, like all of us from rehab, and we go and see Annabelle in the theater. And I lean in and I say, Zach, this is based on a true story. And he's like, oh, it is? Scared the shit out of me. And so. Still does. And so this was, it was, it was, there's some good jump scares. But when the jump scares came, Zach screamed, so loud oh that everyone God. in the theater laughed at him. It was awful. He was like... I was scared and laughing at the same time. <laughs> I was laughing. I've never laughed so hard in a scary movie in all my life. He was like... <laughs> the jump scare would come, and Zach would be like... Ah! Ah! So he would literally jump, and then... I'd have to slam back down on my seat. And then there was a scene with, like... Projectile vomit. Oh, <laughs> and he, that was so gross. He dry heaved so loud. He's like, <gasps> that was nasty. So, on our way out of the theater, I look and there's a big pile of Annabelle posters. Oh, you're an ass. <laughs> and so I was like, ooh, I'm gonna take a bunch of these. And what did I do? I and some other people in the house. Hid them all inside of your room. Everywhere. 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 I go to get in bed one night. There's an Annabelle poster in my bed. I go to move my pillows. There's a poster in between my pillows. I go to get something out of my drawer. There's one in my drawer. One behind my door. Another one in my backpack. Another one in my binder. And it was just not. I was not having it. I was it. in my room and I could hear you from all the way down the hall. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> And then, five or six later, they're everywhere! They're everywhere! <laughs> they were. You got scared. And then, he tried to get me back, and he put Annabelle's face on a love letter, <laughs> and had Annabelle send me a love letter, saying, I love you so much, Brian. That's not fair. But XOXO, the XO. Dark Princess. Oh, and by the way, this guy trolls me, and he sneaks... Faux love letters from fake girls like Roxana, and then I get convinced that I'm getting love letters. I'm like, who? Who's Roxana? Who snuck her into my? You know, how does Roxana get into a stag rehab and send me a love letter? And then I fall in love with this fake person, and then I'm like, Zach, 
I got a love letter from Roxana, and he wrote them. That's not fair. So to get him back, oh my god, we have what's called Genesis counselors here. Oh my god, which gosh. is basically a therapist. And uh, you want to say what happened? Yeah. So I'm I'm in the middle of my Genesis counseling, and I have a 45 minute conversation with her, and it's great. We work through some things, and then out of nowhere, she's like, "Oh, pull out your Genesis binder because we need to do a little bit of work in it," and I said, "Oh, okay." So I go and I flip open and these fools read my book, obviously, because they know where I left off. And I go and there's Annabelle right in the middle of my book. And how'd you react? And I said, what the fuck? And then I yelled, Brian! And oh, sorry, shit. Oh, my Genesis counselor just starts laughing and she's like, that's funny. <laughs> and I'm like, no, this is not funny. This is not funny at all. And she thought it was. And I told her, I said, oh, well, Brian's my best friend. And she's just, she finds this hilarious. This whole relationship is just funny to her. And she's like, you make me laugh. <laughs> I got you good. In front of our, and we share the same Genesis cancer. Yeah. Well, she's amazing. <sighs> she is amazing. And I'm glad I made her laugh by scaring you in your session. That was good. No, it was awful. <laughs> it, it legitimately scared me. We also saw it. We rented it from the Red Box DVD. I rent. See, okay, let's talk about that because I rented that all on my own. Nobody I told me to. Nobody that. told me to rent it, and I thought to myself, self, rent this movie and watch it with everybody. But everybody in the house has this horrible habit of scaring me. <laughs> like it's an awful thing. For example, one time, what movie were we? We were watching, watching Evil Dead. Evil Dead, and it's the climaxing part. And, like, maybe, like, ten... Because it was on TV, so it was a commercial. So I got up and went to the restroom on the commercial. And I came back, and everybody's, like, sitting there laughing. They're like, mm, mm, you know, like, snickering. And I'm like, what the fuck? This movie is intense. Why are you guys laughing? And then I'm sitting on the couch, and the intense part comes on, you know, like, the big ending scene. And one of the residents in the house, all of a sudden... He just reaches up from underneath the couch and grabs me. And it scared the shit out of me so much, I jumped off of the couch you and went, ran into the window. You were airborne. I jumped. I booked it. Yeah, my friend, who I knew from drug court, is down here in rehab, too. And he, he was hiding. He's, a, he's pretty petite. He, he's pretty hunky. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> he hid under the couch for about 15 minutes while you were sitting there, and you were like, why are you all laughing? This is scary. <laughs> this isn't funny. This is scary. And I was just looking at our friend hide under the couch, and then he reaches up his hand, like at the end of Carrie, and grab your, what, your oh, ankle. He, no, he grabbed my arm. He grabbed my, like, <laughs> shoulder. And you were like, ah! It freaked me out. It was the funniest thing ever. Well, was so we, we just went and saw another scary movie. We too. saw scary movies to tell in the dark. Oh, that which was that I, was a little scary. That was based on a childhood book I used to love because yes. it was very scary. And so I knew some of the stories that were going to be told in the movie, and I was like, "Ooh, Zach's going to not only get scared, but he's going to dry heave and barf like the big toe scene." Oh god! <laughs> oh, that's so. <laughs> they tried to warn him too and he wouldn't freaking listen and then he ate the big toe oh that's soup. so <laughs> he's almost that's <laughs> almost barking so gross <laughs> it's not real it's, it was so gross though because then the corpse that's looking for her toe is just all 
you know, like, decomposed and gross. And, and then I thought about her toe and, it, and then his mouth. It was pretty, <coughs> it was pretty big toe. So gross. And it crunched. It needs a pedicure. <laughs> she needed a pedicure. Yeah. ASAP. Well, maybe it'll remind you to take me to get a pedicure Oh, here next we time. go. I mean, my feet are pretty well kept, but I have I would like to. We had massage. We got went to the masseuse the other day. That for was other nice. Week. I've never I had someone walk again. on my back before. And I didn't get wa- that. My person, Maylin, I think was her name, but yeah. she told me to call her Mary. And I'm like, what's your real name? And she's all, oh, Maylin. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, Mary, like, whatever. Uh, she didn't walk on my back. Yeah, they have giant poles to hold on to. And I was like, that doesn't feel like a hand. That feels like a foot. And it was. There was a yeah. f- foot. She was walking on my back. It was amazing. And then I got we got foot massages. That was nice. That was pretty nice. Gosh, you are so lucky. I know. I have such a good friend to take me on all these adventures. What a nice friend. He is <gasps> so nice. If you so nice. guys want to see, if you're friends with me on Facebook and want to see Zach's face, I did upload a video when I had my phone of us on the bus and the oh. bus driver pulled over just to do random push-ups and squats and we're like, hey, we got to get to the vape store. Get the fuck back on the that bus. That annoyed me. What, that he did that? Yeah. And he did it right in front of a Gold's gym. It's like, why don't you just walk in and fucking... Yeah. Yeah. And You're that's dick. that video with me and Zach is the reason... Why my phone? Mm. I got snitched out on, and my phone got taken. And you know, huh. I'm not even gonna, you know, I'm not even gonna. You're a little sad it. about it. It's whatever. Well, it's whatever. I, it was it was for the best. So I'm glad that worked out for you. This has been an hour of announcements, and I apologize. One more announcement. I was recently featured on one of the newest episodes of the Psychotropic Podcast. Uh, Philip, who. Uh, makes that podcast it's an amazing podcast it's much bigger than mine and for good reason it's much more professional than mine and uh it was a good episode we had a little collaboration i had him on episode 29 of our podcast so if you haven't heard that go check it out he actually said tells some of his backstory because he doesn't really get into his backstory on his own podcast he kind of you know interviews and narrates other people's stories so if you're a fan of psychotropic and you want to know more about Philip from Psychotropic, check that out. But if you want to know more about me and my backstory, it's an amazing episode. I've heard it, and he did an amazing job with it. And it's, you know, I did the best I could for being, a, you know, a, a brain dead, shot out, drug addict in rehab. And so, if you haven't heard or I don't know about the Psychotropic podcast, check it out because I'm on the, you know, one of the latest episodes. Now. We have to have at least one more story. So, I thought we had a diff, we had a connection. Dogs. Oh my gosh, that makes me sad. I know it's gonna be a little sad, but wait, did your dog die or was murdered? I had to put him to sleep. Oh, I had to put a dog to sleep too. Yeah. So you tell your okay. dead dog story, and I'll tell mine. So I was I was at the very beginning of my divorce, and my wife and I had a little beagle, and his name was Dopey. <gasps> like, like oh, the what? dwarf, because my wife was a or dwarf. Or like the podcast Dopey. Or like the podcast Dopey. Hashtag shout out. Shout out. And uh, so Dopey, he was a little chunky, and uh, we had this big king size bed that was I don't know. Oh, shit, toot, blur that out. Uh, my <laughs> wife had to jump onto the bed, and then we ended up buying, you know those pet stairs? 
Yeah. Yeah, I bought those for her because it was easier for her to get She's in the bed. She's a little dog. No, my wife. She's oh, a little, she's a little person. Oh, she needed little. Your she wife needed, needed little stairs. Yeah. So her and and How, the dogs. Is she a dwarf herself? Yeah, she's a dwarf. How she's tall? She's a little person, four feet tall. She's only four feet tall. Only four feet tall. That's legal. That's a legal dwarf. Technically, you're legally a dwarf if you're four foot eleven. Oh, so she's above. She's below. Yeah. She has a chondroplasia dwarfism, which is the most common. Like if you watch Little People, Big World. That's like the type of dwarfism oh, she yeah. has, oh, wow. where her head and her torso are normal size, but her arms and her legs are shorter. How yeah. much shorter? Much shorter. Oh my! Yeah, they're super short. Jeez. So, anyways, uh, one night I got a phone call when I was I was living. I had rented a room in a condo, and because I was, you know, the divorce was happening. Yeah. And she's all something's wrong with Dopey. And I'm like, well, what happened? And she's all, he jumped off the bed, and now his back legs, he can't stand on them. And so he's, like, rolling around on his stomach. And, oh, no. And so I took him to the emergency vet all by myself because she refused to go with me. Why? Because she's a bitch. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And so I go, I spend all night there, $800, and they tell me that... Did you have pet insurance? No, I didn't have pet insurance. I oh. paid for it in cash. Oh, jeez. And um, it was ridiculous because apparently he had broken a vertebra. In his back. Oh no! So when because he, he jumped off the because he jumped off the bed instead of oh, using the stairs. No. And so, it like pinched the nerve that went to his back leg. So he was in like this tremendous amount of pain, and so they were like, "You're gonna have to do this surgery on him, and it's gonna cost five grand, and there's a fifty percent chance it'll work." And I'm like, "That's a lot of money for you know a fifty percent chance." So I talked to her about it, and she said, "Let's do it." And I'm like, "Yeah, of course, let's do it." And so then the next morning, I take him, uh, I take him to the regular vet, and he is not gonna do better. The regular vet was like, "That's ridiculous." And so, anyways, take him to the vet, and the vet's like, "Zach, he's not gonna make it." And I'm like bawling already, like ugly snot crying, and she, my wife, came with me to the vet's office. And then she starts crying, and I'm crying, and we're consoling each other. And then out of nowhere, she's like, I can't deal with this. And I'm like, what? And so she leaves me to put the dog to sleep, because he was in so much pain and he couldn't walk. Um, so we had to put him to sleep, and I had to do it all by myself. She left me, and I had to... Left you, like, left the... She left me, like, left the vet, and did not let me go with her. Like, she so didn't stay with me, so I had to do it all by myself. So you had to put the dog to sleep by yourself. I had to put the dog all to sleep by myself. And I'm like, why would you do such a thing to me? And I'm like, that's fucking ridiculous. And she didn't really care, because she's a bitch. So I had to do it all by myself. And then she divorced you. And then we got a divorce. Or then you got a divorce. Well, And then it gets juicier. Do you want to talk about the juicy part after the divorce? Or is that for another day? That's another day. Okay, we'll leave you on a cliffhanger for yeah, that. Yeah, cliffhanger. But I will end this podcast with my dead dog story. But I want to hear about the... When you come back, I want to hear about your car crash story. Oh, that's a good one. I want to hear about the juicy divorce. That's a good war story right there. My yeah. car crash I know. I know you don't have time for that now, but you're going to be coming on 
I mean, you're my best friend. I'm going to make you come on this podcast I'm going to come on the podcast more. You better. I'm pretty much going to be internet famous. I mean, you kind of already are. And you're going to be internationally, oh, globally famous after American Idol. (laughs) It's going to be great. So here's my dead dog story. So I'm in five cities central coast of California. You're leaving right now? Yeah, I just told you that. I told you 8 o'clock. It's 8.15. Oh, my God. I love you so much. I need your commentary. Oh, my God. Five-minute story. Come on. No, it can't be a five-minute story. It has to be a two-minute story. Okay. A two-minute story. Make it fast. Okay. Okay. Need you to hear it. Yes. So, I'm in five cities. I'm popping pills. I'm doing coke. I'm doing ecstasy. I'm just dabbling, doing drugs. And my friend, who's dead now, but when he was alive, you know, amen, rest in peace, died of MRSA. We can get into that later. He, he was a... That's we, so sad. I know, it's really sad. We were... I we, remember we you did, talking about him. Yeah, he was my best friend. We were junkies together. He uh, got MRSA on his hands. They tore chunks of flesh off his hands and they oh were in bandages. It was, it was ugly. I'll get into that later. That's so... Yeah, that's awful. Before he ever had MRSA, all that... He lived in a neighboring town at the time, which was Napomo, and he had a neighbor who had this awesome black lab, like pit bull mix, and we'd always say hi, we love this dog. One day, the guy just skips town, moves out, and leaves this dog chained to a pole, and it's got no food, it's abandoned, it's gonna just die if it's chained to this pole, and I'm like, Mom, Dad, and I'm young at the time. I'm like, you know, 17. I'm like, Mom, Dad, I want this dog. It's been abandoned. It's got nowhere to go. It's chained to a pole. And they're like, well, to bring it over, and then we'll see the dog, and if we like it, then we'll talk. So I'm like, all right. So I, I, I don't have a car at the time, or something. There's some reason I don't have a car. I convince my friend Trevor to come with his truck and get this dog. So we go, drive to Napomo, put the dog in the back, chain it up, and um, I start driving. Well, Trevor drives like fucking psychopath. <laughs> he would be on coke. Oh like, my gosh. On the freeway, almost like not paying attention, looking at everything but the road, almost rear-ending cars while he's going 80. So, But we're on a back road this time, and he's like, he's not, he's like swerving, he's driving like fucking crazy. The dog gets spooked by his driving, and jumps out of the back of the truck bed while he's going like 45, 50 miles an hour. So we immediately pull over. I scoop this dog in my hands and I jump in the back of his truck and we drive to the vet. And I, uh, you know, oh, I'm like, oh my God. And Trevor's like, Trevor's like, I don't want a dog in the back of my truck. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm about to knock you the fuck out. Your driving is what caused this dog to jump out of the fucking car. So I, we drive to the vet, this dog's bleeding on me, oh. and I'm scooping him up, and we take him to the vet, and the vet's like, you know, like, we can do, like, the, the, the dog's banged up pretty bad. Like, we can do this procedure, but it's going to be missing. It's, like, two of, it's either it's two front legs or two rear legs. Oh, my god. And, gosh. like, by then, I'm calling my parents, I'm sobbing, I'm crying, and so the be- uh, my parents convinced me the best option is to put the dog to sleep. I should, in hindsight, I shouldn't have put the dog to sleep. I should have gave him little prosthetic robot legs. And that would have been so cool. Or little wheels. Yeah, the wheel one. I should have done that. So I feel like a piece of shit to this day because, you know, I was convinced to put this dog to sleep. 
So I had to have this dog. This dog's licking my face. It's scared. Oh. It really fucked with me having to put this dog to sleep. And, you know, the vet sent me a card saying, we're sorry of your loss, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I had to hold this dog while it's being put to sleep, and it passed away. So oh. now it's the nighttime, and I'm at this party, and I'm getting super drunk, blackout drunk, and because I'm like, you know, I'm like, fu I'm fucked up in the head. I just had to fucking... But this dog I loved is dead now, and I'm like a teenager, just like, and I'm drinking, and my friend gives me three of those Valiums, the one with the cutout Vs in the middle. Yeah, those are the shit. So I take three Valiums, and Benzos make me... so good. Benzos make me black the fuck out. So while I'm in this crazy, drunken blackout, I'm fucking just at this party. I think I was DJing a little, and um, my friend, DJ Razor Ray, uh... He's like, hey, you want some somas, man? I don't remember Soma this. coma. I don't remember this at all. But he gives me like three somas. And then he look after he gives them to me, he looks over and he's like, yeah, you're fu pretty fucked up. You should probably not take those. While he's turning over, I'm guzzling them down my throat. I'm That's down my gully. And I don't even remember this. So in and out of a blackout I am. I'm on Valium, somas. I'm on alcohol. So apparently I somehow get in my car and drive my friend's back to their house I drop off my friend I open the door and I'm immediately puking like whoa Ugh. puking everywhere in this blackout that's so gross I convinced myself I'm like <laughs> sorry I tried in the middle of this blackout I'm like I need an energy drink and back then <laughs> back then I was drinking monsters now those are I don't really like monsters. I hate right? monsters yeah, they're gross but back when I was popping Vicodins I thought monsters were the best combination for that hmm. so they're next to my house there's uh albert there, there was at the time an albertson's so apparently i'm in this albertson's trying to buy a monster and i'm dropping money i'm like nodding out i'm in and out of this blackout and what does the grocery store employees do they call the cops on me the cops come and see that i'm fucked up and i i, I know i specifically remember at one point of this coming out of a blackout and being in the back of a cop car but that's all i remember so they take me to the drunk tank because I was under 18 and I'm going to get released in the morning. I don't know any of this because I'm so fucked up. Anyway, uh, I remember coming out of the blackout, seeing that this is the first time I've ever, I ever went to a drunk tank or jail or anything. Come out of a blackout and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm in jail. And I see a payphone in, fr in front of me. So I get my fucked up ass up, walk to the payphone, somehow manage to call my dad. And I'm like, Dad, Dad, I'm in jail. I'm in jail, Dad. And he's like, yeah, I know. You've called me 12 times already. They won't let you out until 6 a.m. in the morning. Just stay there. I'll pick you up. And then I fucking trudge over to the cement seat. It's super cold. Oh. Go back out into a nod and a blackout. Come out of the blackout. And I'm like, oh, where am I? Realize I'm in jail. See a phone. And I go up and call my dad again. Call him. I'm like, I'm like Dad, I'm in, I'm in jail. You're so stupid. And he's like, yeah, you just called me again. <laughs> You're blacking out. Like, you've already called me 13 times now. I can't pick you up. They won't release you to 6 in the morning. And I did that probably 12, a dozen more times. Kept blacking out. Kept waking up. I finally get released. And I'm like... I'm just sobbing, like, 
I get, they get home. Crying. I pass out for two days. I pass out that whole morning and wake That's up the crazy. next day. And I'm like, maybe it was all a bad dream. Maybe this was all just a bad dream. I didn't go to jail. Maybe it was just all a dream. I walk downstairs and they have that little evidence bag where they put all your things uh -huh. in. I see all my wallet, my keys are all in this police evidence bag. I'm like, no, it did happen. I did go to jail. And then I had to be on probation for three years that's us. and get drug tested, and it was not fun. And that's my dead dog story. And with that, I got you on extra 22 minutes. You did. So you have to go. You want to you want to step out? I'll I just do. close. Say what do you want to say to the audience? To. I'd like to thank everybody for allowing me to be on the podcast. It's a lot of fun, and I will be making another guest appearance. Well, they didn't allow you. Oh, I allowed you. Thank you for allowing. I me, have the power. Thank you all for being receptive and no, making I'm the internet what famous. Message? What kind of message do you want to? I don't know. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of an important message. Yeah, important message. Come um, on. drugs are bad. They're real, though. That's our slogan. But they're real. This is the podcast where drugs are real. Oh. That means drugs they are, are very real. That mean they're drugs bad. Drugs are very real. They're bad for me. Yeah, me too. Me too. But what advice do you want to give these people who may be doing drugs and maybe conflict? Or what about the people out there that are on the fence about trying drugs? What do you want to say to anyone? You know what I would say to the people that are on the fence about trying drugs? What? Don't. Well, what if they're, like, rebellious and they're like, well, you told me not to do drugs, so I'm going to do drugs. Well, I can't be held responsible for other people's actions. Yeah, I can't either. So. That's a good point. You do you, boo-boo. That's my advice. And, okay. And with that, I bid my adieu. All right. When are you coming back home? I'll be back in, like, 45 minutes to an hour. Alright, we'll watch Sneaky Pete. Give oh, me, yeah, yeah, let's give watch me a that. Hug. Oh, I love you, buddy. Oh, I love you, too. Alright, be okay. safe out there. Bye, Nod Squad. Oh, All right. shit, there's a music stand. <laughs> a music stand. Alright, so that was my friend Zach. He's going out to do whatever the hell he's doing right now without me. Thanks for not including me. Oh, he needs his alone time. So, you guys, I'm gonna wrap this one up. It's Monday right now. It'll be out Friday, so if you're hearing this, just know this was recorded on Monday. It's the most recent recording. Wanted to give you guys a little, keep you up to date with what's going on with me, because a lot of people are like, are you okay? Why'd you get a colonoscopy? What's wrong with your butt? Tell me all the details. So that's kind of what this main one was. I had some other war stories I wanted to say, but I think this is adequate enough for a full-length episode. It's at least more than an hour. Um, one other thing I want to say is uh, I've gotten also feedback that I don't release episodes in a chronological order. So if you hear other older recordings and I talk about things that are going in my life at that time, try not to get confused. I'll try to record a little intro saying this is an old recording, but just know that when we did this podcast, we had a big stockpile of old recordings, and I just released them willy-nilly as I saw, like, oh, I want to release this, release this one. Oh, I want to release that one. So it wasn't like I was doing them in actual order. So all these episodes are not really in exact chronological order. So tr I, I apologize for that. Try not to get confused, but just know that if you listen to an episode the week after this one, it may be one that was recorded 
much before this one. So it's like, I don't know why I did that. It's just the way it worked out. I have a learning disability. I have, I have ADD, I have ADHD, I have OCD. I basically have all the D's and double D's of severe mental illness, so don't hold that against me. I'd like to thank Zach for being on my podcast and for being my best friend. He's a great best friend, and, you know, um, I'm so, oh, and if you're listening, Zach, because I know you're walking out the building right now, I'd like to apologize for being such a moocher of all your vape juice and, you know, uh, all the bang energy drinks I used to, you know, ask for. I won't ask for bangs or rains or rock stars anymore because I'm, the, this is my last day having one. And, um, but I will still ask you for vape juice. Uh, and let's go see good boys tomorrow. And I don't know. I don't know what else to say, you guys. I just want to say I love you all. Thank you for um, everybody who's, you know, uh, still in contact with me and, and talks to me on the internet when I have time to talk on the internet. For anyone that has messaged me or the Facebook page or whatnot, and if I haven't gotten back to you or gotten back to your email or letter, I promise I will get back to you as soon as I can. It's been very busy in rehab. I have all these amends letters to make. I have to do three H&I panels. I have commitments at AA meetings. I have a Genesis counseling book I have to do. I, I start codependency class tomorrow, which is like, yeah, I'm pretty fucking codependent. Um, I need to learn not to be that way. Uh, you know, I have I have to not only write these amends letters, but I have a lot of amends I need to make. And uh, some people, uh, maybe even listening, I have to make amends to. But when I make the amends, I'm not going to say, "Hey, I'm making amends." I'm just that's not protocol for amends, nine-step amends etiquette. So, you know, that will come in due time. I'm a busy man. I, I live at a rehab. I do rehab stuff all day and it, and it keeps me quite busy so I have to stay on top of that uh, and I'm a lunch cook you know I have to make amazing lunches and seek validation and acceptance from everyone in the house so like you know today for example I made really amazing Philly cheesesteaks and everyone was like yeah Brian good lunch because you know what I didn't realize it but I'm an amazing chef now chef boy our Brian so I don't know, I need to go vape and, uh, you know, be resentful for Zach for leaving and abandoning me right now. But with that, I'm out of here. Uh, and if you're listening and you're struggling in your addiction, just stay safe. Uh, if you're going to use drugs, I don't advise it. But if you are, be just be safe. And if you're going to do drugs, just don't use needles. Do it any other way. Uh, than needles because that's the most dangerous and you know watch how much you intake all that good stuff just be safe and you know if you're clean I'm proud of you stay strong I'm proud of you even if you're not clean because life struggle and you know I get it I am just as susceptible to relapsing and using drugs as anyone out there I'm one drink or one drug away from being right there with you struggling with you. I mean, I'm struggling right now and I'm clean. And you know what? One other thing. Yes, my colonoscopy, they doped me up 
and I'm not changing my clean date because guess what? That doesn't count. That was a free lapse. I didn't know they were giving me that. I was so uh, I was so bow prep kit kitted up. I didn't even listen to like what they were saying. They doped me up and they put a fucking camera in my ass. So you know what? That doesn't count as a relapse. And maybe if you think differently, why don't you write us an email and say, oh, Brian, uh, you did drugs. Uh, well, you guess what? If I did drugs, I'd gotten kicked out. And I told staff about this and gave them my medical paperwork and they drug tested me. I'm still here. So guess what? It's not a relapse and I'm not changing my clean date because when you have ulcerative colitis and get cameras and pincher crabs and little hoses put up your butt, you, you can't go in dry, okay? I needed some help with that. And it hurt anyway, so whatever. Uh, with that, I need to get the fuck out of here. Maybe watch some TV, vape, work on some amends letters. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do, but I love you guys. Uh, thank you for all the support. Everyone who's been contacting me, writing me, emailing me, um, I love you all. And I, I really appreciate everyone encouraging me to continue with, you know, my, my recovery. Um, you know, this whole last relapse, uh, it was really rough on me. And it, at least it made me realize a lot uh, about, you know, having or needing to change um, my life and being a better person. And I've learned a lot about myself and about being a better person since coming here. So I'm gonna continue to grow, continue to evolve, and uh, get this this thing right, you know? Um, it, it, Cause I'm almost scared to leave this place. Uh, you know, two people who just graduated out of here just already are out and relapsed, you know? Ryan, uh, my co-host, I, I kind of am worried about him. So, you know, Ryan, if you're listening to this out there, uh, I mean, I'm going to see you next weekend, and I, I hope you're doing better. Um, and I love you, Ryan, and uh, I'm worried about you. So, uh, well, I guess we'll talk more uh, when I see you, and I can kick your ass for making some of the decisions you made, and, and that's that. But with that, I'm out of here. And yeah, again, I love you guys. Thank you for everything. And hit me up. So stay safe, stay strong, and peace, love, all the above.